Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. These guys are ridiculous. These guys are ridiculous. Now, how about them damn Celtics? And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Monday, February 13th, the day after the Celtics took down the Grizzlies. No other notable uh, events this past Sunday, just Celtics-Grizzlies. Uh, that's what that's what went down on Sunday. We don't we don't care about the Super Bowl on this podcast, um, nope, especially since it, especially since it wasn't the Eagles and it was the Chiefs. And means I extra don't care about the Super Bowl because the Chiefs won it. Um, it was just lame. That's why. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. They they said that whatever the guy like said he held him. It was holding, but, but it's like it was a really weak holding call to call that. I don't. It that's, was. That's a point where you yeah. let him play. In, in my I think opinion. it's because it was such a good game up to that point to have it like ride on that call was kind of bogus, and I think oh, that's I why I was just people on the edge of my seat. It was a good game. You just don't like football. Oh, <laughs> it was close. Like it was enough to where you, you're upset yeah. that they called it, but I don't know. Like it was fine. I. It's. You know what sucked is there was no Burger King commercial. <laughs> that did suck. See, I Me was and all my like, friends uh... were sitting around talking about it, and. Uh, <laughs> Because we were like, there's going to have to be one. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were saying, well, I was saying, what if they, like, did it, but they, like, split the commercial in half. So, like, the first half is, like, some real serious, and then they just bust <laughs> in with the Whopper. They, they, like, fake it as a commercial for, like, uh, you know, like some tow trucks. Yeah, yeah. Or some, like, you know those... uh like Ford or Dodge commercials where it's like really sad. And it's like this dog yeah. running across yeah, yeah, the field yeah. and then they just cut to Whopper, Whopper. Oh, oh that, there yeah, was yeah. one that was a Jesus commercial. And I was like, I saw that. I was like, Oh, Oh, is this it? Is it going to be Burger King? Well, I, w- I remember we were watching that commercial and uh, my family were just like, Oh, this is odd. Like, wh- what is this? And then we see what it's for. And we're just like, what? I mean, what the hell are we doing here? At NFL? Why, <clears throat> why are we airing this? But, uh, yeah, Super Bowl was fine. No, is but... they put all? I'm sorry, <laughs> they put all these commercials up ahead of time. What do you mean? Like, like if you go on YouTube and like you look around, you can find the commercials before. The, yeah, the day they'll comes. be somewhere. Well, because they have That's to get them late. approved and stuff. And yeah, sucks. The whole point is like not the whole point. But like half the, the fun of the Super Bowl is when you watch, it, you don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, like I wasn't watching as closely as normal, but I didn't. Were there any like notably good commercials? I feel like they were all just kind of meh. Breaking Bad one with the the chips. Oh, yeah, pot. Was but that pop one chips? I had seen before. That one I oh, knew okay. was coming. <laughs> See, I didn't. I didn't pay attention enough to know what commercial. Even was though coming. it was FTX last year, the best one was with uh, Larry David, who's just the mm. best. That was FTX. the best one. It's notably, too bad, like they, yeah, like, definitely a bunch of people or whatever. Great company <laughs> there. They, they definitely worked out really well for them. Uh, what's that guy's name? Sam Bakeman Freed, who just kind of like yoinked money and like scammed the entire world <laughs> of like <clears throat> billions of dollars. Yeah, I don't, I don't um, know how any of it yeah. works, but that's kind of always how I felt about like crypto. Like, oh, well, yeah, it's, it's not I, like real. Like, you can't hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand like how it works in the sense of. You know, it, it is your possession online, like blah, blah, blah. You have a specific key. Like, I understand it. But I was never like, I didn't trust it. That That's the word I'm looking for. It was just all seems super sketchy because like it can be yours. But if it's online, someone else can hack it. Someone else can get it. Someone else can steal, steal your stuff like it, it's or, or at the very least, someone can scam the system to where it's not actually a thing like you know they did it ftx or whatever and now yeah you know, like the heat arena banks, but they're they're not doing it the cool yeah yeah like, they yeah. don't have any masks and the like cool not way. threatening anybody's life with a gun <laughs> i don't know if that's the cool <laughs> way <laughs> anyways <clears throat> anyways um celtics two wins three wins in a row now right four Sixers, four wins in a row now who they beat before the sixers am i Pistons. I don't know, but I know it's four because they talked about it. Oh my god, it was Pistons beat before the Sixers. Pistons, 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 Pistons. Yeah, they did right? beat the Pistons because they just lost to somebody that like they shouldn't have lost mm-hmm. to. 
Yeah, Pistons, Sixers, Hornets, Grizzlies. Uh, Hornets and Grizzlies games are obviously most fresh in our minds. I don't think we've technically talked on a podcast since the Sixers game, but we did trade deadline show. We did pregame yeah, show, so we've <clears throat> we've covered it. Sam did go to the game. I was not there. I was home. Uh, thank you. I met Landon Cedric Maxwell. It was very nice. Did you? Did you? Couldn't have been nicer. That. Yeah. What would you say? It was just like, hello, Cedric. <laughs> hello, well, Mr. Mac. It, I was only on like the floor because my mom's friend's a flight attendant, which was really mm. like it, it was cool. How does that was, connection get you there? <laughs> because she flies on. Oh, yeah, that's a dumb. I didn't fully explain. Yeah, she, I was she like, she flies on the team plane. <laughs> oh, Celtics team plane? Or yeah, Celtics like she plane? knows everybody. Like, OK, all, like talking to her. OK, she like, said that hi to cool. Jalen Brown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so so what I'm hearing is you've been slacking on getting us guests for podcasts, right? So you should be, Maybe. you should be getting the connections that no, way. I don't have, and we were also on ESPN. Like, you know, Who? like when they, like me, my parents, my mom's friend, her husband. I didn't know this. No, because like before the game, they uh, <laughs> like stop you outside. And, like they have the camera go mm. by and like they show everybody sure. waving. And like, can I find that on me. YouTube? I don't know no. if you can find it on YouTube. Look, we'll, we'll yeah, look yeah. for it eventually. But I mean, what, what would I even search to find it on YouTube? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Celtics yeah. versus Sixers ESPN intro. Celtics versus 76ers ESPN intro. We're going off the rails immediately. We haven't even talked about the Celtics yet. Um, hmm. I don't know if this is it. Uh, this doesn't look like I'm seeing Mike Jones and Jeff Van Gundy. I'm not seeing any fans yet, though. No, probably like. I don't know. It's a crapshoot. Uh, maybe. Hold on. Okay, well, hold up. You're going to have to tell me because I, I can't tell. Okay. I, I wouldn't recognize it. You know what I'm saying? So Okay, me... okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. For our audio listeners, go check out the YouTube channel so you can see it here. Okay, uh, would here this Would this be it right here? It's kind of showing. This was not it. Oh, wait. Yeah, look. There I am. Oh, my God. That was Sam. Wait, it's really laggy. This is horrendous quality. But uh, oh, wait, look, wait for the yeah, look, I'm right in the middle. There he There's is. There's me. <laughs> There's our friend Sam. If you're watching on YouTube, you see him. That's funny. That I didn't think it was funny. that dark out. I was going to tell you, no, that's not it. Yeah, yeah, it was. was. I didn't see you at first because this my, dude's hand was in my the way. Ripped out jacket. Completely blocking. I hope you. I need a new one. But uh, we made it. Sam made it on TV. See, his I hand was completely blocking your face. That's fine. Finger. Yeah, like I was waving, right. and then it gets to me like right where you cut it off. And I'm just standing yeah. there like I was done waving. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, wait here. <laughs> you can see Sam. I just like uh, stare at him. There. <laughs> yep, there. <laughs> Sam giving him the stare down. Yeah, I didn't That's know what awesome. to do. I was like, I don't know if he's past me yet. Oh, man. Funny. Well, there you go. Sam's famous now on TV. Television personality. I know. Uh, Celtics did win the game, though. Good win against the Sixers. Probably one of their better wins of the season. Um, maybe it may be the best because they mm -hmm. had nobody. Yeah, who were they down? They didn't have Jalen Smart. Have, they, they were down all starters except Tatum in the second half. Mm. Oh, yeah, because Jalen got hurt at halftime. Yeah, uh, did Brogdon play? Brogdon did play. He was actually okay, really Brogdon good. Brogdon played. Mm. Okay, yes. There you go. But um, Hornets games, Grizzlies game were more fresh in our minds. Hornets game, obviously, was the Derek White game. Obviously, it was absurd. 33 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, excuse me, 10 assists. I mean, three blocks, eight threes. Lots of, like like weird records like he was the first person in nba history to have 10 assists eight threes and three blocks in a game some random obscure thing those are my favorite ones so he's the <laughs> yeah, first one like, ever did this thing that we had to put uh, into a computer i always think of the the thad young graphic where it's just like oh tad young next to lebron larry yeah. bird michael jordan it's just hilarious but uh also tied a franchise record for threes in the first half with seven he was on fire uh, a couple of the threes he made were kind of absurd too. I mean, he made one in the corner. Oh, he was just screwing just around. It was shucking it, was fantastic. it up. <clears throat> yeah, he, he was just running. Then, like he he truly had some heat check moments where mm. the ball barely touched his hands. And he was shooting. He shot it, and I mean, this is miles away from where we saw Derek White a couple months ago when he could not hit a shot to save himself. Right. Um, yeah. Which is phenomenal. Now you just got to hope that you get this version of Derek White in April. Uh, and I'm sure we will. I, and he, he, I don't think he was ever bad, but he caught a lot of hate on Twitter for his, his poor shooting. But he followed that up against the Grizzlies with a 23.10 assist performance. In he, a big went, game, by the way. Big game. And he, he went into the Hornets game never having a 2010 game, and he's now had two in a row. Um, and obviously doing it against the Hornets is one thing, but like Sam mentioned, like Grizzlies are the second best team in the West. They're a good basketball team. Second best team Celtics. in the West. 
you have an important stretch mm-hmm. coming up, which we'll get into, but that was the first mm-hmm. of the two games. It's real important. This is a good team coming into your building on primetime TV, national TV, yep. ABC, the Sunday day game, which is amongst my favorite of all the, the games. I love the Sunday mm-hmm. day games, but that's a good team. And you beat them. Oh, man. Like, that's huge. And you're down smart. You're down Brown, Brogdon. Three yeah. big pieces of your team. Not only does White play well, Tim Hauser plays well. Grant Williams plays well for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else had double figures? Muscala played well. Muscala. Everybody. Everybody yeah. except Cornette had double figures. Eight fellas, players had double figures. It was phenomenal. <clears throat> it was a great game. But Derek White spearheaded it all. I mean, he won player of the week, his first ever player Which of the week. Which is hilarious. Honors. Like crazy, right? Like, like I mean, he deserves it. 4-0 yeah. team, great stats. He's averaging, what, 25-7-5, and five, something like that over the past week. Like, he's playing great basketball. And I said it earlier in the year, and I mean, no, we've been defending Derek White all season. He adapts to the role he's given, right? <clears throat> With no Marcus and no Brognat, they're going to ask him to be more of a scorer, and he can do that. But just because he's not asked to do that when they're playing doesn't mean he's having a bad game, right? Like, he is still an impactful player. He's just not asked to do as much on the offensive end. His defense has been phenomenal all season he's been one of the better defensive guards in the nba he should be on an all defensive team and now you're seeing the offense is there too right he, he's great at getting to the hoop he can knock his shots down you know he can fight through contact really well for a smaller guard he, he's been just ridiculously good for the past great game. finisher you can rely mm. on him when he gets in the paint him and mark is smart when they get inside our money they just seem yeah. to always get the ball to go in the basket great touch he's fantastic with the floaters and we're and saying he, this after like he said, absorbs the contact. Exactly. And we're saying this after he smoked a layup in the first half against the Grizzlies. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Terrible first quarter for Derek White against Memphis. And he brought it all the way back. And had a great I love game. when Derek White gets hyped. Like he got an and one in the second mm-hmm. half and he was right in front pumped. of uh right in front of WWE superstar Seamus, which was hilarious. Seamus uh, is a great character. Seamus, by great. the way, who's also a Liverpool fan. So he just really? checks all the boxes. Yeah. He's a wow. huge Liverpool fan. Is he from Ireland? Like, I know that's bullshit. Yeah, I think so. I didn't know if he was, like, from Boston. He's just Irish. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> he's well, like I don't know. Well, I, I I assumed he's a Celtics. I know he's a Celtics fan. You say that as if, like, people in Boston aren't all no, Irish. No, like, he's, like, really, really pale, though. He is. He is from Ireland, um, but he is a Celtics fan. Uh, and he was at the game. I tweeted it. Seamus was getting absolutely rowdy on the sidelines. Like, like Derek White would make a three. You see Seamus, yeah, amped up. Jaron Jackson. What if we fear. get Seamus on the show? Oh, I, I, I bet imagine, you we could. Right? I bet you uh, we could. Dude's famous, famous. Dude is next level famous. We'd He's have... famous, but like, oh no, like he. It's it's different. Like, if you're ass, if you're famous like that, and you're a wrestler, you get you get asked to do a million wrestler things. Maybe you get asked to intrigued. do something like basketball. Or like he he'll make like appearances like with the Premier League like stuff like that that's different for him he probably yeah. would jump on it. We'd have to find a way to reach him, but we, I mean maybe we could figure it out. I mean, but then like you remember when Jaron Jackson Jr. banked in the uh, the three point no, shot? I was in the not. Fourth I wasn't. I was none too <laughs> happy. You could you could see Seamus on the sideline and go, "What the hell?" And he's just getting amped up. It was very <laughs> funny to watch. Uh, he's sitting courtside down on the baseline. He was uh, a character to watch, but. Good team win against the Grizzlies. Like I said, everyone scored double figures except for Luke Cornett, who I think only had two points. But I mean, that's Luke Cornett. He's not going to score a ton of points, right? He's not not known as a scorer. He, he has um, his games where he's real he's efficient, good. throws down some cool dunks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, big men, though, Mike Muscala. Yeah. Look at him go. First two games, Celtics, 12 points uh, against the Hornets, 10 points against the Grizzlies. Not afraid to shoot the ball. Not afraid. Not, not afraid to shoot the ball. <laughs> not afraid to shoot the ball. Green light. All, yeah. I remember Peyton Pritchard's rookie year. Everyone was talking about the green light he has. Joe Mazzula saw Mike Muscala enter the building. He said, Mike, you touch the ball, you shoot the ball. That That is – he he does not pass. He is chucking that thing. Uh, and I, I, have a, I have a bad feeling fans are going to be a little bit mad at him if he starts missing and he keeps He starts checking. missing. <laughs> give him the hook. Yeah, but – He's been great. I, I mean, you can't really ask for much more from him in his first two games. Uh, I, I think he fits in nicely. And Joe Mazzullo talked about this with any other big man the Celtics have. He can play with Rob. He can play with Al. He can play with Luke. He can play with Grant. He can, he can really do anything. And uh, having that shooting at the big man spot really makes them even more lethal. I remember two years ago, Sam, we were on the show talking about how the Celtics desperately needed shooting. And now they just have all the shooting in the world. They, I mean, they, they just went out and got everybody. <laughs> They got all the shooters. They got Sam Hauser. 
excuse me, they got uh, Peyton Pritchard, they got Mike Muscala, Al Horford's back and he can shoot. Uh, you, you got Malcolm Brogdon in the building who's having a great year from three. Derek White can shoot. They Literally, everybody on the roster except for Robert Williams can shoot. And Robert Williams took a three there. That night. was the best. Because <laughs> that it, was. Awesome. I know you were at the game, but on TV, it really looked like it was going in. I was like, oh my God, he's going to make it. It did. Like, no, it was like a bogus call. In. What a bogus call. Like, why, why, why yeah, did the Grizzlies get possession? How do you that? look at that and see <laughs> the replay and say no? Yeah, we were confused. I was talking about it with uh, Bobby Kravitsky, right, for Sports Illustrated, uh, one of the guys I sit up with at the games. <clears throat> and I assumed, like, Rob didn't get it off in time, and that's why they called it a 24-second violation. No. But he got it off in time, and it definitely he hit the He got it off. It hit the rim. It bounced. Grant Williams got it, and then the shot clock went off. There was so yeah. much time between the shot it hitting the rim clearly mm-hmm. i don't get it how what's the point of going to the review if you can't get the call right <laughs> yeah i have no idea that was that well was i'll tell you odd. what they they really only won that game because of the officials uh eric lewis once again on the call yesterday and what if happened? you remember correctly he was the same official that the Celtics are now 31 and 2 in his last 33 oh games. is this <clears throat> and uh he was there that was a, when wasn't LeBron... that a false stat i don't think that's a real stat right <laughs> it is a, he is like some crazy record i don't know if it's that one but he truly like does have a good like the Celtics do well when he officiates it's absolutely true they're 49 because... and 28 <laughs> but in it's the play- not it, maybe it's in the playoffs i don't know because i remember in the spring last year every time he was on a game i was pumped because i thought they were gonna win I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's playoff stats that he they they do really well with him. But he or or maybe it's against the spread. I don't know. But I do know he definitely they, they play better odd. when he's the official. Hmm, I'm By looking at uh I'm looking at okay, I can look at playoffs too. Basketball reference has referee pages, which is wild. I had no idea. Um when refing Okay, yeah, refing the Celtics in the playoffs. He's there. Celtics are eleven and two. Yeah, they don't play around, dude. It but um, pumps him up. Regular season, the that Celtics game six are... where Tatum had all those points. Lewis was the official. Mm-hmm. Regular season, the Celtics are fifty and twenty eight. Uh, so it, they're good, right? But it's like the next best is forty seven and twenty nine. So it's not like they're obscenely better than the next one. The playoffs is a little bit more like. I mean, that's notable, but you also have to consider Celtics have also just been good in the playoffs, right? Like, it's not like the Celtics themselves have a losing record and Eric Lewis is, you know, uh, giving them a winning record when he plays them. Like, obviously, the Celtics are better than most uh, when being ref by Eric Lewis, although the Cavs are five and one as well. But you know who else the Cavs have had when Eric Lewis is refing them in the playoffs? LeBron James. So, like, there's also correlate. Like, I, I don't know. The, the referee thing just pisses me off like, you should have ripped that stat out after lebron threw his tantrum and then, mm, then right? they started put did you see like the guy posted like eric lewis's family online like didn't play yeah that's faces. really messed up we can't you can't be doing that <laughs> just, like, that was that lake show yo the bozo what an idiot that guy's an ass anyways <clears throat> this is the rob three i wanted to bring it up just because i thought it was funny um let's take a look here robert williams gets the ball in the corner shot clock ticking down five seconds Dude, no hesitation. There are still three seconds left on the clock. <laughs> this Dude, is fire. <laughs> this is so fire. It. Look he at this. Pulls it. Look at the bench. Look at Blake Griffin's face. <laughs> You're watching Andy. Blake Griffin cannot believe what he just That saw. looked. I, oh, you got hit with the ad. No. Bozo. Amazing. Though. The Look ball, this, right? it looks like it's about to go in. It looked like it was going it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And it definitely sucks. hit the rim. They showed the replay at TD. It, it absolutely oh, it hit, hit it. They showed it on ABC. Yeah, this, this well, was a great play. Like, what did the the announcers <laughs> say? The broadcasters on uh, ABC they, like, oh, they were perplexed. <laughs> they they didn't understand how that was the call. Doris and Mark <laughs> Jones, good crew, them. good crew. I, I mean, uh, I know you're not a fan of uh, Brian Anderson, but getting Doris and Mark Jones on a call is probably about as good as you can get. Yeah, they're good. They're good. But you know what's funny is that three. All I could think of. Do you remember when Brad Stevens pump faked the three in the corner? No. I, well, oh, they were, yes, they were playing Sacramento no. and the ball came over to him. And he looked like he was about to pull the three and the whole bench just got so hyped. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. oh, that, I found, that I was one of my already. favorite Brad moments Let ever. Let's take a look. What am I listening to? It's like. 
I like clicked on something else by accident and it kept playing the other video and like didn't play the video I was watching. So I was hearing like two different streams of audio ones and it messed with my head. You can't. All right, here's here's Brad Stevens. Let's take a look here. Hold on, pause it. Terrible. Let's see. You got Tremont Waters, Semi Ojale, Jalen Brown, Tatum, and And Rob. Rob, Rob, yeah. So it's that's most of your your five. I'm waiting to see where it goes to. There you go. Oh, here, ready, ready, ready. Here's Brad. <laughs> they all got so hyped. No, they they're weren't. All standing up. Yeah, they're standing because it should have been a goaltend. They weren't cheering for Brad. <laughs> look well, at, look at. They're look, no, they're... the best part is Brad. Brad joins in after. Yeah, he's like, oh, so he he didn't he wasn't even thinking about it. He was ready. He was ready to go. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, oh, oh my my guys are right. This should working. be a goaltend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Brad, it's like when uh when Melo got the ball and yeah, like, Melo, but he he should have shot it. That was cowardly. Melo should have shot that thing. I'm telling. Uh, but I mean, I understand why because if you miss, then it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, if you miss, technically you're not really like a player on the court, so you shouldn't be shooting well, the ball. If Shannon Sharp can, you know, fight an entire Shannon Sharp should have been tossed. <laughs> yeah, if he can do that, Carmelo can shoot a three. Then I that, agree with that, but I don't think either should be allowed. <laughs> eh, whatever. It is what it is. Um, you know what we can talk about? Sam's gonna be deeply upset. We need to talk about the Bucks game tomorrow, Sam. Just briefly. I know I'm pissed. <laughs> How lame! I actually, th- this is kind of like the best case. Yeah, not the best case. But like, I know what you're, I know what you're about case. to say though. <laughs> because if you lose, you lose, and you you've got you can pull the card. You can say, "Hey, look, like there's nobody playing." And if you win, oh, does that look bad on the Bucks? That looks terrible. Yeah. But yep. I don't know. I, I would like to win this game. I'm going to be really annoyed if they go in the break tied with Milwaukee mm. because you're going to hear everybody say Celtics have been labeled like mm. the second coming of the Warriors a couple years ago, and they're not even like solely first in the conference. Like mm. to me, I mean, obviously Milwaukee's won 10 in a row. Like they got to be balling out for this to happen. But it is a bit alarming that with how well the Celtics have done this season they're not really cemented as the first seed well yeah they went on that really hot stretch throughout the year then they struggled a little bit and now they've kind of leveled out into well they, they're hot team, but... for the most part again mm-hmm. i don't think they're oh, why did I the far and away best team that they were at the start of the year though like i i just think they had a hot shooting stretch to start the year like i that wasn't going to be sustainable as much as we wanted to believe it was and the bucks are good like we've, we've all talked about how good the bucks are like the Bucs are a great basketball team. The Sixers are good this year. The Cavs are good this year. The Nets are no longer there. Uh, Nuggets are good. Like, like there's a lot of other contenders in the league, and the Celtics might be the favorites, but it's not like they're the Warriors' favorites or the Cavs' favorites of a few years ago. Right. Like, they're a good team, but there's a lot of parity in the league now, and I, and I think the Celtics getting hot to start the season kind of <clears> – <throat> made people overplay how much of a favorite they actually were. Uh, and I still think the Celtics have a good chance. I still think they, you know, can, can make a run at a title this year like they were last year. But I, I don't think they are far and away the favorites. I think Giannis is an MVP. Uh, Joel is an MVP caliber player. Jokic, uh, Ja, like there's a lot of other stars around the league with great teams. And I, I, I just, <clears throat> the Celtics have work to do. But what we're referencing I'm going to read you the Celtics. Yeah, we haven't report. even like gotten to it yet. <laughs> yeah, like if you don't know what we're talking about. Well, you, you sidetracked <laughs> us. You started talking about the standings. Motherfucker. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Is... I'm bad at that. I do when I write too. It's not good. Uh, injury report heading into the Bucks game. Malcolm Brogdon is probable. Jalen Brown is out. Gallinari out. Obviously smart is out. Jason Tatum is doubtful. Grant Williams is questionable. Robert Williams is questionable. I tweeted out the uh, the gif of I am the captain now with Derek White now that he sees the injury report uh, after winning player of the week. It's going to be Derek White, Al Horford, and the fellas. It like yep. it is it is going to be a good old me and the boys game. Who doesn't yeah, love it's, that? It's going to be interesting. I'm trying to think of what the rotation would be. Peyton Pritchard would be Peyton Pritchard, Derek White, and then what? J.D. Davison. I wonder the if they need me to play tomorrow. I'll go play. <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely trying to think of what the uh excuse me what the the depth would be. So the starting lineup would probably be Hauser, White, Horford, Pritchard. I assume Pritchard, Pritchard, Pritchard White, Hauser, 
Horford, Blake, Blake, <laughs> maybe Blake gets start. Does Blake get the start, or maybe they start Moose? They can start Moose next yeah. to Horford. Oh jeez. Or no, maybe they maybe start, start Cornet. Cornet next to Horford because they oh, experimented. Man. This is this is the disaster. But, well, the disaster part. <laughs> Giannis scores eighty five. <laughs> right. Yeah, but the disaster is the bench because what's the bench? J.D. Davison, Mike Muscala, Blake Griffin. Period. End end of oh, sentence, boy. right? Like nothing else past that, right? You don't really have any extra wings. Well, Brogdon is um, gonna play. You think so? He's probably he's gonna play. I, well, my thing is at this point, come on, just sit him. Just, at this point, let's yeah, stop. Let's just, just roll rest out him. the main Celtics and yeah. call it a day. <laughs> call up Tony Snell, let him get some burn, see what you got. Um, this is when you really needed the buyout guy, like for a game like this, right? This is when you really Great. needed him to, to do something, but uh yeah, I don't know. The, this is the me and the boys game. My favorite. It is something. It's going to be something. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Tatum will play. I don't think Grant or Rob. Will, well, I think Grant might play. I don't think Rob will play. Um, Actually, no, I don't think Rob will play. Cause Rob, no, Rob's not playing. Might have back-to-back. Horford's going to sit Wednesday. So. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think Grant has a chance to play. I think Malcolm has a chance to play, but I don't think either will play. If I'm the Celtics, I just at this point just sit them both. I just like there's just, come on, like uh, just you've already prepared the fans for horror. Just let it ride. Let it ride. It would anyways, be really funny because you know, like Bucks fans would be real pissed. They're, yeah, because like, there's excuses. They're just not going to play anybody against us. Like what well, the hell is going on here? They got to use the Chris Middleton excuse in the playoffs last Still year do. earlier this Still year. Still do yeah, every day. Love it. So this is this is Bucks Brad Stevens saying amongst the most annoying. It's yes, really it sucks. It's tragic because Giannis is one of the more likable guys in the league, and mm-hmm. the fan base. Oof. There's Very a few annoying. Bucks fans that are okay. I, like there's this guy. He's named Snell Season on Twitter. He's like a Tony Snell stan. He's a Bucks fan. He's very funny. He I shouldn't be a Bucks yeah, fan. He, should be a main he fan. right. He tweeted out um. What was his tweet? It was good. He goes, instead of spending millions of dollars on Super Bowl ads, all these companies should just give me the money and I'll make sure to tell people how good their product is. Uh, and I said vouch because I thought it was a good tweet. But he, he's a cool guy. There are some Bucks fans out there that are yikes. Though. It's 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 a toxic, toxic fan base. And I, hey, I'm not going to sit here and say Celtics fan base isn't toxic. Celtics are bad. <laughs> Celtics fans are awful as well. That's but true. Uh, yeah. It's up there. Philly fans bad. Milwaukee fans. The thing is though with the Bucks fans is like you said, they're like secretly bad. Like no one expects it from Bucks fans, but they're they're toxic. Well, they're, they're not a, a fun group. Thing. Like traditionally, Milwaukee not the most successful franchise, right? So now these sure. people are starting to get some success, mm-hmm. and they don't really know how to handle it. They don't they don't know how to <laughs> act. Yeah, and it's it's very similar to. Uh, oh my god. I can't believe this. I Bills? Forgot. The Bills? Are you thinking of NFL? Are you thinking of basketball? No, no, no. I'm not. Like, just in general, like, it's like, I had a yeah, comparison. I, I'm so sorry. I fumbled that. That was brutal. <laughs> I was I, tough I to watch know. in real time. <laughs> I saw outside. you fall apart. Yeah, yeah, I just saw you fall apart. Uh, let's just move on then. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, gonna, we're abandoning. Uh, we're abandoning. Uh, let's talk about Peyton Pritchard quick. Trade right. deadline, obviously, has come and gone. Uh after the trade deadline, or obviously before the trade deadline, you heard the comments of him saying, yeah, you know, I, I'd like to be in a place where I can play. I'd like to, you know, earn more minutes, um, blah, 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 talking about how he, I mean, th- basically saying, I'm probably not going to be here next year. Pull Magic Johnson, right? Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we talked about it about from the Celtics, from the Celtics perspective anyways, you know, he makes more money. You can trade him for a little bit more. It's fine. Um, probably better to diversify the roster anyways, get some, you know, wings and big men instead of a, a fourth guard on the bench. Um, after the trade deadline, he talked to, I think it was Gary Washburn and said, yep. you know, I was kind of hoping I would get traded. I, I was, I was anticipating a trade. And I mean, in his defense, he was involved in a trade offer, right. <laughs> For Yaka yeah, Pertle, so was. there was that, but a lot of Celtics fans, very mad at Peyton Pritchard after that. And after the Grizzlies game, he said, no, I mean, this year I want to help this team win a championship anyway. I can kind of ease the tensions, but my thing is. I don't understand why fans are getting mad at him, right? Like, no shit, you want to play basketball, right? And uh, all yeah. these fans, all these fans are saying, like, why is he complaining? He's on the best team in the country because he doesn't play. That's why True. he's complaining, right? Like, if if this is gonna be a terrible example, but like, let's say the Celtics traded for Malcolm Brogdon, and then Pritchard had this crazy, you know, 
development he earned minutes over him brogdon would be complaining because he is a rotational basketball player who is not playing and uh, uh, here's a surprise for some people players would like to play (laughs) i know shocker right like being on a winning team is great but if you're not uh contributing to the winning team on a consistent basis it's not as fun right and this is the same reason you know you see grant williams say i want a bigger role like obviously he plays more than pritchard but if he thinks he can be a starter like he he has the right to say i would like to be a starter and it's not like he's doing it at a detriment to the celtics right like if that's the case you know maybe you see a package or a sign and trade with grant and you'd see them trade pritchard and that's the real reality of the NBA. The Celtics have a deeper roster now filled with some veterans and these younger players want to expand into larger roles. If I'm Peyton Pritchard, would you rather be the 10th man not getting minutes on a championship team or the starter on a, you know, team competing for the play in, right? Like as much as fans look at that and say, get the ring. No, I, I would like to play basketball and get paid more money and up my value, right? Like there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. So pe- people yelling at Peyton Pritchard and getting mad at him for wanting to play like that doesn't make sense to me. I am the biggest <clears throat> homer. Celtics are the greatest franchise. Everybody should want to play here. Like, that's me. That's how I feel. That's mm-hmm. why I still make fun of Anthony Davis and his dad for trashing him. Like, I think that's stupid. Still think it's stupid. Um, Pritchard, I get it. I mean, we've been talking about Pritchard all year. Yeah. We've been sympathizing with Pritchard all year. He's a quality player. He obviously knows how to play ball. He's shown in the past he can compete. He was a good player for the Celtics in the playoffs last year. Probably took it as a slight when they traded for Brogdon. You get it. What else do you want out of him? He's a competitor. Like, he he plays hard. Of course he wants yeah. to play. Everything you said is true. And if you're a Celtics fan, I'm surprised you can't see that or respect that, especially when you have guys like Neesmith and Langford that get dealt and they, they get a little extra time and they start to play well. And – for the most part, I'm start, I'm seeing people be happy for those guys. So you think right? with Pritchard, it would be the same. Now, I do get, like, you're on the best team in the league. Like, be it, like if you're Pritchard, you need to see it's a win-win. And I think he does see that. There are positives to both outcomes for him. And he said that after the Grizzlies game. And he did. He said that. But I don't know why people are that upset. It's not like Tatum said it. Like, so what if Pritchard doesn't want to be here? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, if, if yeah. Pritchard's on this team, if he's not on this team, it doesn't make that big of a difference. It does make a difference when you have Marcus Smart out and Brogdon mm-hmm. missing time, right? Like, right now, it makes a difference. He hit a couple big threes against Memphis in the first half. He did. Half. He was big when they were when they came back. He was He's good. Yeah. And he, he continues to be good. But really, like, April, May, June, hopefully you don't need Pritchard. Hopefully Pritchard mm-hmm. does a lot of clapping and sitting there. That's what you want. <laughs> it, it's going to be agree. a great time. And it's funny. <clears throat> I don't know what the hell mm-hmm. it was. Maybe it was watching the day game yesterday. Because usually once that Super Bowl comes to an end, you get all those day games on Sunday. Starts to get a little warmer outside. I am pumped for the playoffs. And it's the- not even the <laughs> all-star break yet. What is? Oh, you're already I- ready. Already ready oh. for the playoffs? <laughs> We were talking. I saw someone talking about it on Twitter. Um, what do you think the playoff rotation will look like? Like, what do you think will be the cutoff? Because my thing uh, is, it's going to be situation. This is what I think. First of all, I think, yeah, yeah. I think Smart, the Jays, Robert Williams, Al Horford, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, Gray Williams. That's eight, right? That is, okay. I, I think all eight of those guys will get minutes no matter what, right? Like, I think that'll be the thing. I think Sam Hauser is probably next up, if he's playing the way he is right now, because we haven't even talked about that in depth. Sam Hauser looks phenomenal right now. Um, if he's shooting the way he is, I think he'll get minutes next. And after that, then it's probably Pritchard Muscala, depending on if you need a guard or a big. That's um, true. So it's gonna be interesting. <clears throat> I'll say this: Are you Sorry, dying listeners. today? What's going on? Are it's you just my? <laughs> I'm, I actually feel fantastic, but like my like this area that I need to do the show, yeah, is not in the best. Is, is I've not just been best. watching you like fall apart on the stream. <laughs> well, I'm doing a lot of talking. I went through a water, went through a coffee. I blew my nose. I've coughed. But back to the rotation. Yes. It really depends who you're playing. So let, let's look realistically. First round, probably play maybe a Miami, maybe a Knicks. Knicks maybe Hawks, the Nets if Raptors, they fall. Wizards. Right now the play-in is Knicks, Hawks, Wizards, Raptors. Right, so... One, if you're playing one of those teams, 
you're probably not going to have to be as strict with your rotations. You might actually have the rotation be stretched out depending mm-hmm. on how your team is faring. Just so Tatum doesn't have to play like 30 sure. minutes, you know, but going forward, it really is matchup based. If you play a Philly, if you play a Milwaukee, you're probably going to see Muscala and Blake Griffin and Cornette sneak into the rotation. Doesn't mean you're going to see somebody like Brogdon or Hauser or Mm. White if he's off the bench or Grant lose minutes. But they need those extra bodies, especially Blake Griffin, who has proven he can cover or at least be formidable against a Giannis or an Embiid and not just get cooked the whole time. He should be again. Time and time again, he yeah. consistently does it. And people so good for him. him. Yes. If you end up playing like Cleveland, oh man, Cleveland could be the same thing. I don't think you'd there. find Cleveland in the first round. No, I mean later in the playoffs. Philly oh, and Milwaukee yeah. are not going to play in the first round. Chicago either. could be a first round too with Vooch. That could be. Vucevic, you could see those guys. I don't know. Nets could fall down. You see Claxton. It's so weird to think about them sh- shutting this rotation and closing it off, though. Like, these guys are all good. Like, Muscala's even been good since he got here. He's been great. Cornette's so been good. Like, I have no problem with him playing. Like, mm-hmm. even Blake. Oh, I man. mean, we didn't even like, talk about Blake in the Sixers game. Blake just, he killed yeah, Blake, Doc Rivers. <laughs> well, Blake is fantastic because every time he does Blake. something, he kind of, like, smiles and laughs, like, acknowledging, like, hey, I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm not very good anymore. Like, you're getting cooked by me. Yeah. And he's, like, laughing at him. Like, he hit his uh, fifth three against Philly, and he ran down the sideline laughing. I love him. I love him. He he is the ultimate vibes guy. It, it is amazing. Yeah. I love watching Blake Griffin. Where but, do you think uh, yeah. Brooklyn ends up in the playoff seating? We we don't have Six. to like jump into NBA talk, but I'm just thinking about it because they gave up their, their top guys. Mm. Doesn't mean their team sucks. They definitely don't. Like they compete. I against still think Philly. they make the playoffs, not the oh. play in. I think they still get no, I no, still I, I, I still agree. think top six, I mean. I'm not I'm saying like I don't think they will have to win out in the play in. I'm saying I think they will get the six seed in the East. They're the five seed right now. They're two and a half games out of fourth. They're also a game and a half above sixth and three games above seventh. I think there's a chance the Knicks could make a push into that uh, non-play-in seeding, like the top six. But call me crazy. Don't think the Knicks are that much better than the Nets. Uh and I don't know I, if they are better than the Nets. Nets. I don't know. Right, we're talking. The Nets team is fine. Like they Spencer still have Claxton. Did... Bridges is a good player. Cam Johnson's a good Dinwiddie's guy to have on the perimeter. Dinwiddie can handle the ball. Dorian they have Finney-Smith. Ben Simmons to stand there and have all his cool clothes on on the sideline. Dorian Finney-Smith, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, Seth Curry. Like they've got a team, and credit him, Jock Vaughn's a phenomenal coach. Good defensive coach. They will cool play beard. good defense. Hell, they almost beat Philly the other night. If it, if didn't when he got a shot off like a second earlier, <laughs> then they'd be going to overtime. But uh, yeah, I, I think the Nets will still be top six, and maybe that's a hot take at this point. But I mean, they they're they're good. I, I think they're good. I think they're interested yeah, to just good. like look at the Nets like going forward. Like like that's just interesting see what they to do. me. Yeah, see what they do. We didn't like, even we didn't even say Cam Thomas. We didn't even talk did. about Cam. Oh, oh I did? didn't okay. say Cam Thomas. I'm sorry. I said I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, we didn't talk about Cam Thomas. How about Cam, Cam Thomas, who uh, yeah, right? never well, thinks anything's funny and then laughs at uh, something he said on TV. Yep. <laughs> and yep. how about my man, the sideline reporters? Like, oh, the league office is going to love that. <laughs> is that what he right said? Away. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he said yeah. it right away. And He's you can probably see, like we... half the reason they find him. He was like, man, they pointed it out. We got to get him a fine now. Dinwiddie, and he got fined a lot. Yeah, Dinwiddie too was like, okay, you're kidding. Dinwiddie was laughing with him. I know, but laughing. It it was so. I don't. You know what? Never mind. Watch it. Yep. Yeah. Don't do it. No, no. Uh, Yeah, I think the Nets will still be a good team. Like I said, they almost beat the Sixers. I think they have a chance to stay up in that race. Um, Yeah, and I'm excited to see what they can do. They're fun now, and I know they were fun with KD because they liked KD, but I think they're even more fun now. Not because KD's not there, but because you don't really. Yeah, because you don't really know what's happening there. Well, you don't really know what's going on. So I think there's a lot of different directions they could go. Um, I think they could even turn around if they really wanted to gut it. They could turn around and they could flip like some of these pieces for a lot of picks. However, there's a party in Houston because yep. <laughs> uh, I mean the Nets I told have you no be bad. the Nets have well actually the Nets have no real reason to tank and the team they have currently constructed 
I still think is a playoff team. I like genuinely. No, I think it is a, like a, for a full season. Like obviously, it's not a good playoff team. I think it's like a, a five to eight seeded playoff team. But there, like, there's like, a lot of variables. Yeah. It just depends how guys grow into roles. Like mm-hmm. Cam Thomas, you saw him put up forty like three days in a row, and then did nothing against Philly. 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 I think, against did, Philly. I think he did an okay game, but he didn't have forty. <laughs> he struggled but, uh, to start yeah. at the very least. He was like zero of six when I was watching. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. There, like you said, there's a lot of ways they could go. It's going to be fun to see these guys develop. And I, I mean, you never know. Like, uh, you know, Cam Thomas could turn into Cam Thomas finished with 14 points against Philly, seven or 12 shooting. So he had an okay game. But um, Cam Thomas, if handed a bigger role, maybe he could be the next. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good the comparison. Like, t- Cam Thomas could average 20 in the right situation. I'll put it that way. Like, he, he could put up Probably, 15 yeah. 20 a night. Dinwiddie in the right situation, I think, if handed the keys, like, I think Dinwiddie could have a D'Lo esque like run in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Like D'Lo went from uh, obviously they're different ages. Like D'Lo was really young when he went to Brooklyn, and Spencer Dinwiddie's a veteran now. But like Dinwiddie, I think Dinwiddie? Dinwiddie's like younger than you think. He just looks old. I think he's like 28. Uh, if I had to guess, he is 29. Um, Dinwiddie. So I don't know. I think Dinwiddie could put up like 23, five and five. Put it that way for Brooklyn. And like if they're a top six seed. Maybe that's an all-star, right? Like he, he's one of those guys who I think could like sneak into the all-star game. Cam, Cam Johnson and Macal Bridges, I think both could put up 15 to 20 points a night. I mean, they were doing that on the Suns. You're telling me like, give them more shots. They can absolutely average 20. Cam Johnson's a bucket. <laughs> like they, they, they've got a lot of good things in Nick Claxton with a larger role. I'm excited to see what they do. I think they have a lot of guys who could pop if given a chance to do more in the offense. Uh, What else? Last thing, kind of. Uh, we've talked about buyout options a million times, but we might as well bring it up one last time as the buyout season is actually here. Celtics missed out on Danny Green, missed out on Terrence Ross, whatever, missed will out they do. on Justin Holiday. Danny Green going to the Cavs, Terrence Ross going to the Suns, Justin Holiday going to the Mavericks. Justin uh, Holiday, who I didn't even know was out there. <laughs> like, yeah. I was actually like pissed today when you sent like that you you had like the thing. I was like, I didn't even know this was happening. Yeah, yeah, he, he got traded from the Hawks. Uh, to the Rockets and the Rockets bought him out. They also bought Denny Green out. Um, uh, also, I mean, not and that John they would have had interest. Yeah, not they would have. They would have had interest, but Reggie Jackson also getting bought out, going to the Nuggets. Uh, I think that's about it for buyout so far. Or Patrick Beverly is available, so maybe the Celtics could get another small guard. Pat Bev <laughs> to throw into the rotation. Pat I Bev like Pat cool. Bev, dude. Pat Bev's funny. They just don't need a guy like that. They need a no. Win. They don't need him. And are there any wings? Will Barton is the name out there that's left, uh, and he hasn't gotten bought out yet. Talk about, mm-hmm. he's fine. Doesn't okay. overexcite me. No, he's fine. Terrence Ross would have been more fun because he's a Celtics killer. Yep. I agree, but Ter- Terrence Ross fine. Mm-hmm. Danny Green would have been fine. It would have been cool that he's won championships before. Could kind of share some knowledge, but went to Cleveland. What about uh, Gordon Hayward? What do you say? So what about Gordon Hayward? What if Gordon Hayward gets bought Dude, out? Dude, if Gordon Hayward got bought out, by all means, bring him back in his stupid haircut. I mean, <laughs> seriously, though, like, I don't know. Maybe in a smaller role. I don't think he, he will, play. but just something to look know. out for. What if people crap on Gordon Hayward, out? man? He missed like a childbirth to play for the Celtics in the playoffs. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> That's very respectable to me, and nobody mm-hmm. expected him to do that. Mm-hmm. What if um, Kevin Love gets bought out? I don't think there's as much of a role with Muscala in town. Yeah, because they just got Muscala. Like, why did you? I don't know. Like, Kevin Love's fine. Like, I would do that. You don't have to pay him anything. He was mm-hmm. he was somebody that was rumored to come to the Celtics a while back. Yeah, he's there. Him and Rondo saw the Red Sox together, and everybody went nuts. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't really see much else out there. I feel like the Celtics might just not have. They might be better off just getting someone from Maine, right? Like Brad Stevens mentioned it when he talked. He he was like you know, targeting a young guy, like a Matt Ryan type, right? Like someone is probably not going to bring play Matt Ryan back. Roster. He's on a team. Call him up. <laughs> what team is he on? on a- Minnesota? Yeah, he's a two-way. See, I know stuff. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, we know. Uh, but they do have some wings down in Maine. Valentine, uh, De- call him up. A Valentine. Tony Snell's down there chilling, hanging out. Uh, so you, you, there's some options. They could, they could figure something out. Um, But yeah, interesting to see how that plays out. 
Uh, I don't know if there's anything else we had to talk about. Get the cards. We covered it all. We can run through some cards quick before we get out of here. Shorter show, but uh, we haven't done one in a little Shorter while. show. You got a Not much is coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hopefully, they keep winning. We don't have anything to complain about. Yeah, right. I will say, if they Guys pull out a win against the winning. Bucks, if they pull out a win against the Bucks, oof, oh, if they beat the Bucks, it's going to be fire. Imagine. I'm really mad that that game's going to have no juice because I was looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have one more after this, though, against the Bucks this year, though, right? They play three times? Yeah. I don't know how many more. You're guessing. Have. I was going to say, there's no shot. You know, if that's the way you're responding. Um, Usually I'm good at that stuff. I don't know. March 30th in Milwaukee. That sucks. <clears throat> Why? Because it's not in Boston? Yeah. Like, I don't like watching games mm-hmm. in Milwaukee. I feel like the lighting sucks. It's such a weird, like, thing. But there are certain arenas where the lighting looks bad. <clears throat> that's random. That's very random. All right. Let's do the cards. Cards time. The sc- score is, uh, this is not the right document. Let me pull out the right document. Here we go. Current score 183 to 109. I've cracked triple digits, so I am happy saying the score now. First card entered the NBA draft directly out of Prentice High School, where he was named Mississippi Mr. Basketball. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry, my thing cut out. Enter the NBA draft directly out of Prentice High School, where he was named Mississippi Mr. Basketball. Mississippi. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm ready to go when you are. Next yeah, one. you go ahead. Selected by the Celtics in the first round of the 2004 NBA draft. Hi. I'm not going to know this. I have a bad, bad feeling that I'm just not going to know this. Uh, so I'm ready to go next. Oh, I really don't know. I have a guess. Three points. 6'10 center forward who grabbed 26 rebounds in a single game twice. Yeah, I know who it is. I'm going to guess at the risk of being super stupid. It's not Perk, is it? I think it's Al Jefferson. We already had Perk. Perk's from Texas. It is Al Jefferson. Perk is from Texas. I knew he was from the South. I wasn't sure. Uh, next clues were average 10 points in three seasons with the Celtics and average 20 in three seasons with Minnesota. That would have helped me. Went to the Timberwolves as a part of the uh, trade that brought KG to Boston. Yeah, I should have waited. Yeah. What is that? Three points for you? Yeah, three. Unfortunate. I should have waited. I could have had some points there, but I wanted to guess. <clears throat> All right. Next one. <clears throat> Running out of cards here. Oh, dear. Second card. We need to find a new game to play. Maybe we'll do some of those squares that KJ sent us. Those we'll would be to, fun, like edit out. That'd like be us. that'd be tough for audio listeners, though. Yeah, we, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Born, born in Eugene, Oregon, March seventeenth, nineteen fifty nine, and there go Jack's dreams of getting this card correct because I've got no idea. <laughs> Nothing here. I don't know. Next, okay. Named first team All WAC each of his four years at BYU and WAC Player of the Year as a senior in eighty one. All right. You know this? I know it. Unfortunately, be upset. alarm going off for me. Sorry about the alarm, audio listeners. Um, hit two career home runs in the Major League Baseball, both at the Kingdom in Seattle. I don't know it. 14 years in the NBA for Celtics, Trailblazers, Kings, and Suns. Oh, it's Danny Ainge. Yeah, it's Ainge. Right? <laughs> Damn. Oh, BYU definitely should have gave it away. Yeah, BYU, BYU was the easy one. That was tough. All right. So you I think I was thrown off. In, Jack. You don't My alarm it. went off. And so I was, I think I was thrown. I was like panicking. I don't know why that. See, that's the issue, though. I don't know why the alarm went off because I said alarms when I have to post articles, but I don't think I have any articles to post right now. So <clears throat> we're just going to pray there's not. Okay. Third card of the day. Let's do another right here. Let me put this one away real quick. All right. Born in Indianapolis on March 23rd, 1990. I'm pulling. I'm pulling from the parking lot. Don't pull yet. Let me think. I'm pulling. Go, move away from private chat. I'm I'm pulling. I'm I'm guessing. I'm going. Let me oh, know I when you're, you're done. Say it loud. I'm getting out of private chat. I also. <laughs> Are you out of guess. private chat? Are you done? I, I'm also gonna guess. Um, Gordon Hayward's my guess. Yeah, that's who I'm guessing. It is Gordon Hayward. Yeah. <laughs> two for two. I was really Good hoping pull, I could get Jack. some sort of leg up. Thank you. Thank you. I knew it immediately. Uh, damn. So close. All right. I, I thought I was going to get a leg up on you. Uh, 44 points career high. Half-court buzzer beater. Uh, talking about Butler. Left to Utah Jazz. Five minutes in his first season with the Celtics. Yeah, okay. There you go. Uh, what do we got? Was that third one? Two more left or one more? Two left? more. Like four. Two, Two more two. left. All right. <clears throat> Let's see it here. Shout out to Uncle Dan for the cards once again. It's called Who's the Man? Basketball Edition. Boston, for those wondering. 6'5 Swingman, who played high school in Madisonville, Kentucky. That's not nearly enough information. 
No, they didn't say. They didn't say. Uh... Spent one season as head coach of the Kentucky Colonels of the ABA. That's good. That's a uh-huh. disaster. Nothing for me. Three points. Won an NCAA championship with Kentucky in 51 before winning seven titles with the Celtics between 57 and 64. See, this is just, it's going to be one of these guys I don't know. And if it's a big name, I'm just going to feel like an idiot. Catastrophe. Had his number 30 retired by the University of Kentucky and his number 23 retired by the Celtics. I don't know oh, numbers. Do you know numbers? Jesus. You said this guy's name on like a podcast episode a couple of weeks ago, I think. I don't know who it is. Hold on. Should I go to one point? I'm going to put it in the chat. Okay. I'm going to one point. Remembered by the Celtics as the original six man with the legacy of excellence and selfishness upon his death in 2018. Who'd you guess, Sam? Frank Ramsey. Bingo. There you go. Two points for Sam. All righty. There we go. Last card of the day. Get this on screen here. Five points for an April 3rd, 1967 in Savannah, Georgia. And Jack doesn't get any more points today. Savannah, Georgia. Nothing. Four points, shall we? Yeah. A member of the Celtics from 94 to 2000 who, due to injuries, played in just 193 games over the course of five seasons. Yikes. This is no, I don't know that one. Not fun. Not a fun one for me. Selected first overall by the Sacramento Kings in the 89 draft. I feel like I should know a first overall pick, but I just kind of don't. No, I don't know. <laughs> Not 89. Named most outstanding player of the 86 NCAA basketball tournament after leading his team to the national title as a freshman. I've still got no clue. So, what team? Uh, like, why would they not say? Earned the nickname Never Nervous while playing at Louisville and the nickname Out of Service from teammate Danny Ainge <laughs> in the NBA. Do you know it? No, I don't know. Purvis Ellison. No nope. clue. No idea. Nope. Uh, was never going to get that. So there we go. Purvis Ellison. Tough way to finish the draft or the cards. I tough think. nickname from Danny. Out of Service. That's mean. <laughs> yeah, that is brutal. Tough look, Danny Ainge, not the kindest to Mr. Purvis. Anyways, uh, I think that'll wrap it up. I think that's a, a good place for us, us to stop. Uh, good episode. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate it. As usual, my one plug is going to be sub to the YouTube. How about the Celtics? Thank you very much. Uh, lots of love on the pregame streams lately, so we appreciate that. Yeah, we had a good I, stream yesterday. Huh? We will be. And this is going out the day of the Bucks game. And what time does Bucks tip off? It's a 730. 730 tip, I think. But is it ESPN? It's TNT, so it will be at 7.30. So right at 7.30. So we get to watch nobody play, and we get to hear Brian Anderson do the game. Are we sure it's Brian Anderson? Probably will be. Let's take a look. Let let me go to announcer skids on Twitter, and and we can... You really you thought you saw me <laughs> die on stream at the drink <laughs> Sam's dying my still. God. That Sam, my guy. <laughs> oh man. Uh, it's not I'm up dying. yet. We'll find out. Wait, wait, wait till I hear. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. I'll let Sam wrap it up if he can do it. Thank uh, you very much for dying. listening or watching. If you're watching or on YouTube, you've seen me blow my nose plenty of times. Make sure you subscribe, leave a like, comment, do all of it. You can also see on the ticker on the bottom, SeatGeek HBTC. Save yourself $20 on the first purchase. If you are listening, you're on whatever streaming services it may be. Make sure you follow us there. Leave a nice review. You can say nice things about us there. If you want more of us at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, we're there, all of those places, posting our pods and such and you can follow us on twitter at jack Simone nba for jack he's doing all kinds of work celtics blog heavy you can follow me at sam lafrance nba that's it for us Bye. Tick, tick.